Hi everyone, this is TJ and Ray, and welcome to the second episode of Reconnect. Let me introduce the topic of today. The question is, does God care? Oof. All right. That is a question a lot of people have asked, TJ. Well, I think all Christians believe that God cares about everyone because God loves everyone.、Mm, yeah. But when you look at the world today and the sort of tragedies that are ongoing in our daily lives around the world, it's difficult to make that assumption for non-Christians and even Christians at times. I want to tell you a story.、Uh, this is something that happened last year. So a six-year-old child was with his parents, and they were eating at a restaurant. And while his parents were eating at the restaurant, he ran out to the driveway, and a car came, hit him, and he died. And his parents were right there. Wow. Now, if you argue that there is a God, then they would question, why didn't God intervene? Does he not care? Is he apathetic? So these are the sort of questions. Um, Non-Christians and sometimes Christians alike ask when tragedies happen.、Um, I had a very close member of my family who、um, got diagnosed with cancer, and, and this happened many years ago. And they、uh, went through this、uh, whole diagnosis process, and、mm-hmm. um, so they went through the process、mm-hmm. of chemotherapy, right?、Mm-hmm. So、um, hospital visits, seeing doctors, tests mm-hmm.、Uh, mm-hmm. constantly, right, day after day, week after week, and. Um, for me and my family and our, our friends, of course, as Christians, we prayed to God for healing. You know, we we wanted、um, this cancer to be completely eradicated, right?、Mm-hmm. And they went through remission, and we、mm-hmm. thought that everything was going to be fine. But then the cancer returned, and they passed away. And so, even for me as a Christian, I had the question: Does God care?、Mm. So we have two instances here where. As a non-Christian, you would question: Does God really care? Why doesn't God intervene? And、uh, the personal story that you just shared with us, even as a Christian, we ask these questions. I mean, honestly, if something like that happens to us, even as Christians, we're, we're forced to ask: Does God really care, even for His children? And I think the reason people question God and ask why He doesn't intervene. Is mainly because people understand God to have three main attributes. Those being, He's the Creator. He's omniscient, meaning that He knows everything that is going to happen, and He's omnipotent, meaning that He's all powerful. He can do anything and everything. So that's the basic understanding that most people, Christians and non-Christians, or people from other religions, have about God. Right. Right. Well. It's funny because you mentioned creator, and I'm reminded of a、uh, comic book character I, I really loved growing up.、Mm, okay. <laughs>、um, <laughs> so a little bit of comic 101 for you.、Um, I was a big fan of the Fantastic Four, still am. Oh.、Okay. And yeah, a, ma- a major character in that was the Watcher.、Mm. So the Watcher is this cosmic being、mm-hmm. who has all of this power、mm-hmm. to intervene in human affairs. Right and all the sufferings and, and things、mm-hmm. that we go through, but instead chooses to live out his namesake and just watches. Instead, he just observes. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, God is in that position as the watcher,、mm-hmm. where he may have created us, sure, but at this point, he's just standing back and seeing what happens. You know. It's understandable that these stereotypes around these three attributes God has. Comes up, you know, if he's omnipotent and can do anything, then why doesn't he? That's what it seems like to most people. 
But the question we bring up at this podcast and in this episode is that in every trial, there is a prosecution and there is a defendant. And the prosecution makes their case and accuses the, the defendant with reason. Right. But at the same time, if you really want to find out the truth, you have to listen to both sides. And in this case, you have to listen to the defendant being God and see what he says about this situation. Because without listening to him and his story, you're only going to have a one-sided opinion of this. Hmm. Well, you know, TJ, I'll be honest with you. I've watched a lot of Law and Order. Oh, right? okay. I watched a lot of mm-hmm. Madlock mm-hmm. with my grandparents growing up, okay? So I know a thing or two <laughs> about the legal process. Okay. <laughs> Enlighten but, me. But, you know, right. But I think for a lot of our listeners, they may be wondering, okay, well, if God is supposed to present his side of the the story, his evidence, how is he going to do that? Mm, good question. Yeah, it is a very good question, right? The how is actually through the Bible. And why would you say the Bible is appropriate for stating God's case? Well, think about it. The Bible is God's word. The Bible itself is God's testimony. It is an account of his entire workings mm-hmm. within creation and, and humankind mm-hmm. um, in both the Old Testament and the New Testament as a whole. It is essentially his story. And so I can't think of any other document that we could use that would be able that would be appropriate to present his side of his story, his side of the case, his evidence. Mm-hmm. And God says in the second book of Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 that all scriptures are God-breathed, meaning that the Bible it is God's word. And if you look at John chapter 1 verse 1, we know that God is the word. So the Bible is an apt source to state God's case. Mm. Yeah. So let's get down to it. Uh, let's look at the accusations and the allegations put up against God. So let's start with the first allegation. So cre- creator, is God really like the watcher? Does he just observe? Mm. Right? And does he observe any? Is he apathetic, right? Well, yeah. Is he apathetic? Does he care? Well, if we look at the Bible, we can look at the very beginning at, at Genesis 1. So God okay. creates the, the heavens and the earth, all this beauty and, and life and splendor, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at the very end of it, he says, this is good. So he... He saw that it was good. He saw that it was good, right? So he looked at everything that he created and we can already tell from Genesis 1 that he has this attachment to it, right? Mm-hmm. He has this, well, love for it. If we mm-hmm. look at John three sixteen, right? The most f- famous of verses, that whether you're a Christian or not, <laughs> you can quote, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world that he mm-hmm. gave his only begotten son. Mm. So the Bible was already telling us, both in the Old Testament mm-hmm. and, in the New Te- and in the New Testament, that God has love for his creation. Mm. So already, we're able to look at the Bible and see that as evidence for why this stereotype of God being just apathetic and kind of like an absent parent might not be true. So it's directly contradictory to what the allegations are saying. Exactly. The prosecution, so to speak, (laughs) is saying that God is apathetic. He doesn't care. He doesn't love. But on the other hand, God is saying that he does love the world. He created it 
and he has this attachment to it. He saw that it was good. So there is a contradiction. So who's right? Who's wrong? Let's look into it. But first, let's also look at if God is omnipotent, if he has all this power, then why doesn't he just intervene and stop all the suffering, stop all the tragedy? So what does God say about that? Well, actually, if we look at Lamentations 3.33, for example, it says that mm. God does not willingly bring mm. affliction or grief to anyone. Mm. So already we're having a statement from the Bible telling us that he has no desire of harm or sickness or death or cycles of wars that we go through as humans to take place. Mm-hmm. Mm. So another contradiction, huh? Mm. So the allegation is saying that God lets all these things happen, but God is saying that it is not his intention for people to suffer. Right. Hmm. So who's right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the question. So what does God want for people? The answer to that question we can find in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Mm. Ray, maybe you could read it for us. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Mm. Okay. Now that is also a contradiction to the allegations. So the point that we're trying to get at is basically... We have all these allegations, and now we've heard the defendant's side of the case, right? And they are all contradicting each other. The conclusion that we can draw up at this point is either one is lying or there has to be another reason. So despite God not willing for suffering to happen, despite God loving the world, why are all these things still happening? Is God lying? Or is there another explanation? And the Bible provides this explanation. And that is Satan. A lot of people dismiss the idea of Satan and point fingers at God because it's so easy to do so. Think about it. We believe that God is almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing. So why doesn't God take care of everything? And that question is so simple to make. It's so easy to make that we overlook the fact that the Bible says it's because of Satan's influence that has corrupted God's creation. And all that we are seeing, all the suffering, all the tragedy, the Bible says that it is the result of Satan's influence. So, with this in mind, if we really want to understand the truth, not just point fingers, but really want to understand whether or not God is lying or God is actually providing us with another explanation, we have to dig deeper into what God is actually saying in the Bible to really understand his case. And then that way, we can make an informed judgment, an independent decision to see who is really right. And that is why in the next episode, we want to go deeper and talk about these topics. Mm, Yeah. Right. So that's all for today. And I hope that what we talked about has given our listeners something to think about. Yeah. And the great thing about God is that all the answers that you're looking for are all found in the Bible. Mm. So if you have questions... Those deep questions that you've been longing to ask or been too afraid or embarrassed to, Mm. please keep them coming. Ask them. Send them to us because we're going to have a lot of topics coming up here on this podcast. And who knows? Your question might end up being a topic for one in the future. Mm. Yes. And if you haven't already liked, subscribe or download this podcast, please do so. And that's all for today. So this has been TJ. And Ray. And you've been listening to... Reconnect. Reconnect.
<laughs> almost, almost. Next time, we'll get it next time, TJ. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Let's do it next time. <laughs>